AB, good evening and welcome. Ah, good evening and thank you for having me. What did it take for you to know and understand your character? Do you? I do know my character, yes. Mm. And what it took for me to understand, it had been trials and errors, making some mistakes there and there, having mentors who would come to me and say that when you were acting or when you were doing one, two, three, four, five, we felt that what you were doing was out of character. And it was that grooming, those mistakes, and as I kept on evolving and learning certain things, that's when I developed my character. All right. And what is one's character? I would say that... Uh, I, I define character as the foundation for self and others' leadership in the sense that you are the one who is in charge of who you are and the people that you are leading. I maybe the values that I hold myself on or the, the thought my way when my words, my actions and my thoughts, when they are aligned or when they are the same, then I have character. And in the sense I have got I, I define character in three categories. We've got the personal type of character. This is the type of character where it's me holding myself accountable to a certain set of standards. Another one is corporate character. It's the set of standards that is determined by maybe the company that I work for or even the structure that I belong in. Then another one is the industry, the industry character, whereby you find that there is a certain body that's monitoring that am I adhering to these values? Am I adhering to these principles that I must conduct myself in this manner? So that's that's how I define character. And I like what Miles Monroe said about character. He said that he said that uh, character is the integration between our thoughts, our words, and our actions. And John, John wouldn't want us that. We should not be concerned with our character more than our reputation, meaning that we should be more concerned with our character than our reputation because our reputation is merely what others think about us, but our character is what we really are. And when we are looking at this, character is what I, I, I always say that your gifts and your talents will take you to the top or your gifts and your talents will help you become valuable in the marketplace but it is your character that will keep you valuable in the marketplace and i have realized that when we talk about character there are certain things that people do that would make them to to fall or to be outside of the bounds of the personal standards that they are holding themselves accountable to or the corporate or even the industry and I've got five key, six keys that I, I've seen that I want to, to share with us. Number one would be that the people fall or people get out of character because they don't want to embrace they don't want to embrace the process of developing their gifts. You find that someone is in a particular industry and they are supposed to be going through a process maybe of development, mentorship and all those things being mentored by uh, one of their colleagues or their bosses. But because they don't want to go through that process they want to take shortcuts. And immediately when we start trying to take shortcuts or being tempted to take shortcuts or even doing things that are not within the bounds of the that's holding us accountable. That's when we f we get into trouble of us going out of character. Another thing would be when we are comparing ourselves with others. You might find that where I am here or where I am today at work or where I am in my life today, as compared to my colleagues or as compared to others who are around me, I am maybe at a lower level. And for me to be able to get where they need to go, I need to to go through the process that they went through. And you find that because I am unwilling to go through that process, I find myself that I am comparing myself and comparing their successes with my own. Then ultimately, maybe I'll be tempted maybe to do one thing that's outside of the bodies or the code of conduct that I'm holding myself under.
Another one would be that we don't want to take the time refining ourselves. In other words, developing us further. Last week we spoke about developing ourselves in such a way that it will help us become valuable in the marketplace. So when you are tempt, when you get tempted to try to take the shortcut, and I always say that the longest route to success is through a shortcut. What happens when we take shortcuts is that instead of us doing what we need to do in the same in the in the channels that maybe we've agreed upon, maybe as a body, say for example in the engineering body, you find that there is an element or there is a body of ethics that's governing engineering. Say that no, as an engineer, I need to do one, two, three, four, five, and I shouldn't do one, two, three, five. Now, when I'm when I'm not willing to go through that process to be refined as an engineer to keep on working on my skills, you find that I am tempted to even pay bribes maybe when I'm building a particular structure or when I'm supposed to submit a project. And another thing would be that we are unprepared for the success that comes with whatever it is that we are going through. I have I've seen that sometimes we are not succeeding not because we don't have the capability, but we are not succeeding because we are unprepared or we even get to a point where we, we even feel that I am not worthy of this success that I am I am going to. You find that I start to self-sabotage. Now, when you find that you have not prepared yourself for that particular level of success, that's when you get tempted to go beyond what you were supposed to be going or the, the body of ethics or what whatever code of conduct that you were supposed to be under. And the last thing, the issue of taking shortcuts. You find that I don't want to go through the entire process that I need to go through for me to develop the skill sets that I need to develop or to develop as whatever it is that I am in my industry. When you say that the people who possibly do not understand their character and mm-hmm. they don't want to work on it, mm-hmm. they don't see a need to refine and develop their gifts is it because they feel as though their gifts are enough or do they just have bigger egos? What is happening there? Yeah, both, both can apply. Sometimes you find that I am not working on my character maybe because of the success that I have achieved. And because of that success, I, I tend to even think that maybe I'm larger than life or I'm larger than the body that's holding me accountable to those standards. So when we are, when we find ourselves that we don't want to humble ourselves, we say, no, this success that I've achieved, yes, I've achieved this success, but there are greater levels of success that I can go or I can achieve. That's when our ego comes into play and you find that our arrogance and all those things would come into play and stop us from being humble to submit to that body. If one was to say that, yes, perhaps they are unprepared for the success that comes with a gift because they never really worked for it. Mm-hmm. It just came because they gifted mm-hmm. and now they want to change that. How does one then prepare? It, it starts with you realizing that, yes, I need to work on myself and my character. You find that you, you are achieving success in whatever areas that you are achieving. But when you look at maybe the body that's holding you accountable, let's say, for example, you are in sports and under sports, maybe you are told that, no, you shouldn't be using enhancement drugs or whatsoever. Now, you find that because no one had caught you initially when you were doing that, you tend to think that maybe my talent has gotten me where I am. And when you come to that realization to say that, no, I need to work on my character so that whatever I'm saying or whatever body is holding me accountable, I need to be one or to be aligned with it. When you The, the moment you realize or you have that awareness, then you, you take the initiative to say that, no, how then can I develop my character? And I've got three categories that would help us to develop our character. The first area is what we believe in. Whatever industry that I am in or whatever I, whatever area of success I am in, what I believe is what 
ultimately is holding me accountable. If what the body say, the body of ethics that's holding me accountable says that I shouldn't do one, two, three, five, or I must hold myself according to these standards. If I don't buy into that that code of ethics or that standard, or if I don't believe what they are saying that I should be doing, you find that my belief will be the one that's always coming between me and me holding myself according to those standards. Another one would be what I value. If I value myself and the industry that I am in, if I give it the highest precedence in my life, then I would I would be able to say that no, I have seen that I am not in line or my character is not in line with the standards or the bodies that hold me accountable. Let me work on this because I value my talent or I value my gift or I value my industry higher than me or my personal gain or my personal advancement. And the last one, what do we serve? Whether it's the gift that I'm saving or maybe something that it's bigger than me. If it's a purpose, if I'm saving a purpose that's bigger than me, it will also help me to develop my character to say that, no, if I want to achieve this dream of mine or this desire that I have, according to the way I need to be able to hold myself so that I will be able to achieve this, then that will also help me to develop my character. All right. Now, let's talk about what tests one's character. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that uh, there, are, there are a lot of things that test our character and I, I have got three categories that test our character. The first element would be the appetites of the body. And when you check the appetites of the body, these are natural things that I might desire, that I might want to have. You might find that another one of the examples or one of the categories of the appetites of the body is the desire for sex. And that's sexual gratification. We find that I am in an industry where maybe if maybe let's say, for example, I am, an, I am a man and I'm at the highest position. And when women would come and they are seeking or they are applying or they need my assistance because I don't have that appetite for me, that sexual appetite. Tight. I don't have it in check. Then you might find that I am tempted to even say one to maybe at some some certain examples. You find that you find that people are saying that no, I wanted or maybe let's say for example the ones that we've been hearing all along. You find that someone said that I was doing this particular degree and my professor said for me to pass this module that I need to pass, I need to go first in the bedroom. Now you find that because you as the individual you never had that appetite, that sexual appetite in check, or you you never you never held yourself or you never control yourself and your appetite. You find that you are falling or you are even going beyond what you should be doing. And another element would be the issue of food. Sometimes you find that what I want to achieve or what I want to achieve for my family, I, I am unable to maybe to make ends meet because of the lifestyle that I chose. And now I want to eat one, two, three, five. And because now wherever I am and the level that I am, I am I'm getting opportunities. You might find that no, I'm even charging people for things that I shouldn't be charging. You find that someone says that no, I was applying for a job and I was asked to pay so much money because uh, they said that if I don't pay this amount of money, I wouldn't be able to get in the job. And the last one would be the water. You know, water is one of the sources of life and without water, we can survive. Sometimes we find that because of the, the need that will be fulfilling with our body, we, we get some time whereby I need that, that water to quench my thirst. And maybe another, t- some instances where uh, water or thirst might be manifested, you could even go to the extent of maybe into a body desires whereby you find that I'm not holding myself or I'm not controlling myself and I'm thirsty to gratify that particular hunger or that particular thing that's holding me. They talking about the next point, particularly just as we're talking about the issue of testing character. Mm-hmm. There's the issue of pride. Yes. Talk to us about that. 
and, and pride is very dangerous because, you know, when we get to a point where we, we start to think that what we are doing or who we are or what we've achieved or the success that we've achieved, it's bigger than anything else. Even when our colleagues or whoever is looking after us, who've got our best interest at heart, when they try to share with us to say that, no, I see you making these particular mistakes and you find that I am not or I don't have, I, I think that I maybe I'm too, I'm too big or I'm too successful. You find that I no longer even give people the chance to be able to say, to speak to me, to speak to my life and to even speak to my gift to be able to say that, no, you could get better in this area of our life. So let's make sure that whatever it is that we we are achieving or however much success that we might have achieved let's be humble enough to help to allow others to speak into our lives to help us and to help us go wherever we need to go when one has pride mm-hmm. and um, this pride which then means they have a desire for fame so they're leading a larger than life um, life that that you, you spoke of earlier mm-hmm. and now it would seem they even struggling to see the need for them to further develop their gifts do you have a remedy for that don't answer it i'm hoping we can talk about it after the break we're talking about character on motivation monday tonight with ab mamabolo we would love to hear from you our whatsapp text line is 079-295-1212 and you can also send us an sms to 47861 start each sms with the short code efm each sms is charged at one rand fifty we continue with this motivation after the break conversations mondays to thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m on energy fm and choice fm the time is 12 minutes to 8 we're talking about character on motivation monday tonight with ab mamabulo and we would love to hear from you our whatsapp text line is 0792951212 and you can also send us an sms to 47861 start each sms with the short code efm each sms is charged at 1 rand 50 the sms line is 47861 start each sms with the short code efm each sms is charged at 1 rand 50 right let's talk about this desire for fame mm-hmm. and um, the sort of conditioning that people get particularly people who believe they're gifted mm-hmm. Because at school, that one learner who is very good at maths is sought after. Everyone wants to befriend them and so forth. Mm-hmm. They might end up looking down on those people who possibly do not have the same understanding that they have. And you might just find that they don't know how to stop doing that. So do you have a remedy for somebody who says, I think I might be one of those people who is just on some high horse because of a certain gift that I have. I can't even seem to be willing to develop this gift further because everyone seems to idolize me because of this gift that I have. Do you have a remedy for that? Oh, yes, I do. And I like uh, one story that I heard from one of my mentors. And he was sharing with me about this, uh, uh, this pastor. And he said to me that one day we were just having a conversation and he said that, you know, there's this guy who is a colleague of ours at work. Mm. 
And as a pastor, he won, he he saw himself and he saw the church that he was in not developing to the element where or to the extent that he would get fame or known in the community. And because of that, he once spoke to this other one pastor who, who had built a big church and asked him, what should I do so that I am famous? And this guy told him that, no, you need to do one, two, three, four, five. You pay this much amount of money, then we take you to this place and you do the rituals and blah, blah, so that you'd get the power. And when you've gotten the power, then you'd be famous. And the guy went through that entire process. And one day when he was within that body or within that particular group that had gotten their power, um, I would I would call it illeg- illegitimately so, because they did not go through the process that we spoke about going through the process. Like, for example, as a pastor, for you to get the power that you deserve or for God to be using you, you need to go to the process of prayer and all those things that you would go to for that so that God would be able to use you and you'd get the power. But he didn't go through that process. He went and... Uh, and, and he, it got to a point where he was even using witchcraft and all those things because of the fame that he wanted. And when he was talking to me and he said that, Mr. Mawula, what this guy was saying to me when he was sharing with me these things, he said that I have gotten so bad and so worse that my life is a mess. My marriage is a mess. I, I can't even relate to my children. I no longer even see my wife the way as I used to see him. All I wish for is that I would die and I would die in peace. And all because someone sought after fame. Now, when you find that you've got this desire for fame, the first thing that you need to do is to realize and appreciate that this desire for fame, it's natural and it's built in. But what you need to do with this natural hunger and desire for fame is to also know that for me to achieve this fame that I'm looking for, there are also ways conductive ways that I would look for this fame and there are also destructive ways like in this case he got to a point where he destroyed his family he destroyed the relationship that he had with his wife and even in the community and that was a destructive way now when you find that you are looking for fame or you want to be famous go through the process that I appreciate that no fame is a natural desire the feeling of uh, we, last time we spoke about the the desire or the human needs that we have this desire to be to be unique or to be significant it's inherent in all of us all of us we want to feel that we are special we want to feel that we are unique but at the very same time if me feeling unique or being unique or being special comes at the expense of other people maybe at the expense of their happiness or at the expense of even those who I love or even the body or even you might even get to the point where I'm sacrificing other people I'm stepping on their toes and I'm even hindering them and their progress. That's when it becomes toxic. So re- the first thing, realize that this uh, this desire for fame, it's natural. And find ways, look for better, constructive ways that would help you get that particular fame. You find that if instead of you going through those uh, toxic things that would get, help you to get fame, you could go through the natural process. If maybe it's at work and you want to be known or you want to maybe ultimately become the CEO of the company because the CEO is well known, go through the process, go through, develop yourself in the company when when there are those uh, uh, personal development workshops go through those workshops further your studies do whatever it is that will help you keep on elevating or increasing your skill sets in the marketplace and when you do that and when you are always making sure that whatever pursuit or whatever type of fame that I'm looking for I don't end up doing it at the sacrifice of others at the sacrifice of the company or at the sacrifice of my well-being or others well-being then you will be able to achieve that desire for fame well and in due process and don't be impatient sometimes you find that the, the desire for fame that we have because now we are in this age of social media 
someone just does one thing and they go viral and now they are famous have the patience to say that sometimes it the, the fame that i'm looking for might take me 10 years i like what one one businessman said that he said that yes i am an instant success but it took me 30 years to become an overnight success so take that time and embrace that process when you are developing yourself make sure that don't be impatient allow the process to work on you and even on your character I recently watched a television show where in young people who want to venture into the industry of makeup <laughs> were challenged to do different looks and use different technicalities and so forth. Okay. And at one time, almost everyone that said that they were self-taught, they watched a lot of videos on, on the internet, <laughs> were disqualified because certain things just didn't make sense to them. And those people were hurt because when they were then asked to say, how do you feel about this? They kept saying, I thought I was doing so well because I have this huge following on social media and <laughs> so forth. And yet it would seem the judges in that room can't seem to see that of me. Yes. I, I want us to then jump into what you spoke of the element of shortcut taking a shortcut to greatness mm-hmm. does it have pros and cons and what does it do generally to one's character you know when when we are taking shortcuts sometimes we find that the shortcuts i remember uh, I, I was speaking to this young man and he said that mr Angulo, i wanted to become a doctor and i didn't want to become a doctor because i saw the seven years as too long for me to be spending at school but now he has even spent more than seven years it's even 10 years and he's still not a doctor the shortcuts that he wanted to take he found that when he wanted when he was looking for jobs he never got the job because they said no you didn't you don't have this qualification now you find that in this instance sometimes when you are tempted to take that particular shortcut you find that you the time that you think that it's going to take you for you to develop that particular skill that you want to develop or to get to those levels that you want to get in the organization the time that you would take maybe paying bribes and getting those fake qualifications and covering for the truth and defending that those lives that you spend it ends up costing you time the very same time that you, you should have invested in you being genuine or you developing those particular skills now when you are doing this this is very toxic because now sometimes you find that you get to lose your family or even the industry that you you are in maybe it even disqualifies you and even blacklisted to an extent that you can't let's say for example if you were practicing maybe as an engineer because you have forged you faked all of those things you lied about your qualifications you even get excluded into that body now you find that had you taken that that time that you you needed to take for you to go through the academic process and ultimately getting the certification all those things you find that you that, that where you are and where you are currently you could be where you are had you taken the, the right channels now when you are taking this shortcut you find that it ends up becoming toxic yes there are some times where you find that no maybe for example academically so you find that maybe I wanted to study this particular degree and because of the outcome of my results I was unable to be accepted into that particular degree and in those instances then you don't even I don't I won't necessarily even call them shortcuts but I would call them alternative routes because you find that no because I didn't know maybe I got a diploma and I wanted to be maybe an engineer maybe an electrical engineer and uh, because I got a diploma then I would go through the route of college and I would get my diploma then afterwards then I can get my degree now those I call them those are alternative routes but when you get to a point where the sh- you are taking shortcuts or you are even misleading or doing things that would uh, would maybe give you an unfair advantage over others that's when it becomes toxic because the consequences of it later on might be toxic and it even ruins your career your career or even your reputation as a whole i had hoped that we would talk about the pursuit of power but 
I see we're running out of time quickly. Some messages in our WhatsApp line, 079-295-1212. This one is unsigned and it says, I love your topic tonight. Keep it up, guys. And uh, Makola TFM says, thanks for an informative show. I'm busy taking notes. And John says, hey, this conversation is hot. All right. In a line, particularly before we then jump into our quote of the week, A.B., what would you say about the pursuit of power and its link to one's character? I would say that, like I said, power is something that we, we, we've got or we are built with or that desire for power. But when you don't take care of the power that you are seeking or you don't care what the consequences of me pursuing my power does to me and those around me or even the community at large, you find that you will get to a point where the power that you've got is illegitimate or at some times it came at the expense of others. Maybe I even ended up doing things that I shouldn't be doing. So while we are pursuing that power or we are pursuing that desire to be leaders or to be valued in the society or to be valued wherever we we are make sure that whatever it is you are doing and the pursuit that you are in make sure that you are doing it in the right ways don't step on others don't violate the standards that you should be holding yourself up to let's get our quote of the week and uh, the quote of the week is from uh, Petrus Lumumba or Prof Lumumba and he said that the tragedy of Africa is that Africa Africans are in the business of canonizing thieves and demonizing the saints. Now, in this instance, maybe let me also close with another one by uh, Dr. Mas Manro. He said that leaders stand for something and that something is vision. But leaders stand on something and that something is their character. So as we are pursuing whatever levels of success that we are pursuing in our industry or at work or even at home or in the organization that we we are involved in. Let's make sure that we hold ourselves in the highest standards, the one for ourselves, the one for the, for the company and even the one for the body that's holding us accountable. Let's also hold ourselves to the standard of closing our show on time. <laughs> AB, your contact details. Uh, my contact details on all of the social medias. You can follow me or send me a friend request at Ebenezer Mambulo and my contact Contact details when you want to book me as a coach or speaker, 071-639-7807. Thank you very, very much, AB. That is our time. Coming up next on Energy FM is Hagi Laboro and on Choice FM is Stanley Brown. Thanks to the show's content producer, Mami Murashwa, and our technical producer, Emmanuel Quinda. I am Rebecca Pala. Enjoy the rest of your evening.